0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Boston Marathon bombing suspect Jokart Tsarnaev is continuing to recover from his wounds, but he's doing it now in a new location. The 19-year-old suspect has been moved to a federal medical detention facility some 40 miles west of Boston. Until yesterday, the alleged bomber was under guard at the Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. That's one of several Boston hospitals that are still treating the victims of the marathon attack. When doctors and medical staff in Boston found themselves facing the horrific aftermath of the two blasts, many were well-prepared, thanks in part to lessons shared by emergency medical personnel from Israel. The world's Matthew Bell
1: reports on that connection. Minutes after the bombs went off in downtown Boston, there was an announcement over the loudspeakers at Massachusetts General Hospital. Get ready for large numbers of casualties. The emergency room was full already so patients had to be moved to make space. Staff had talked about and planned for a mass casualty situation, but this was the real thing.
2: The, uh, the most severe patients appeared to uh, arrive very quickly by a Boston EMS, and they were suffering from traumatic amputations. If you like, their legs were blown off.
1: Dr. Alistair Kahn is chief of emergency medicine at Mass General, and this was him speaking on the afternoon of April 15th, not long after the bombing at the Marathon finish line.
2: We are still on activation. Uh, We hope that there will be no further injuries. However, we are prepared if further explosions occur.
1: Khan said his staff was better prepared because a few years ago, Israeli emergency medical experts went to Boston and helped upgrade the hospital's disaster response plan.
2: We obviously have a limited experience of explosions in an urban area. The Israelis unfortunately have this, and I'm very pleased that we went through that orientation and additional training. It's worked well today.
1: This morning, I spent some time with Israeli physician Avi Rivkind, who sort of rewrote the book on treating victims of terrorist bombings. He's the head of surgery at Hadassah Medical Center in Jerusalem.
3: You see, straight line from outside inside.
1: Straight from the parking through lot?
3: the parking to through, here.
1: Through a few doors, and then what is this room here?
3: That's the admitting area.
1: This is where the patients yeah. are treated? The layout of the emergency room here is set up to handle mass casualty events like a bus bombing. Bulky electronic equipment, for example, hangs from the ceiling that frees up space around a patient's bed. One key to emergency preparedness when it comes to treating trauma, Rifkin says,
3: is about unlearning what's taught in medical school. Because as a medical student, you have, what is your name, Mr. John? Since when you are sick, all this takes time. It's out the window. Totally, it's not even out the window. It doesn't enter to the room. It's another type of medicine. That's something that people should absorb. The thing about casualties
1: after a bomb blast, Rivkin says, is that they often include two different types of injuries, penetrating and blunt that means shrapnel wounds or even severed limbs. And then at the same time, there can be internal injuries that are tough to detect.
3: It's an injury that, if you don't see it, if you don't treat it, if you don't recognize it, you're in a problem. Because they are dropping dead like this. Really dropping dead.
1: Rivkin helped devise a training system for emergency triage called Look, Touch, Feel. It's all about thinking outside the box and quickly to diagnose and treat multiple victims of blast trauma. Rivkin says other important lessons learned in Israel are more practical than medical. At his hospital, everyone expects the cell network to go down after a terror attack, so nobody bothers to call into work. They just come to the hospital. Everyone from assistants to senior physicians shows up and pitches in. But for all his experience dealing with terror medicine, Rivkin says one thing he hasn't quite figured out is how to deal with the psychological stress that comes with
3: treating victims of a mass casualty event. It's totally, you know, depend on the, on the human they are dealing with it. Medically, you can somehow to give guidelines. Psychologically, I don't think so.
1: Rivkin says one thing seems pretty clear, though. Terrorism is probably here to stay, and that means medical professionals everywhere need to be prepared. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem.